Good morning, Rabbi Sal. We're going to start today with some interesting shilas that I'd like to mention over the next couple of days. We've got some crazy shilas, interesting shilas that the owner have been posing, the owner have been asking, emails have been coming through, and I want to tell the owner some of the shilas I'd like to deal with in this specific Indian that we're going to be discussing, but as is Hashem today. So let's start with a couple of shilas. Shaila number one, and I hope as is Hashem we get to all of them. Excuse me if we don't get to all of them, but the point is to get to all of them. Today we're going to go introduction. Tomorrow we'll go right into the sugya. So component number one, question number one, Rabbi Sai. I deal with selling second-hand cars. And people give me their cars. I then, you know, fix them up, whatever has to be fixed up inside. Make sure it's working well. I then sell it onto someone else at a profit. Great business, okay? Here's the question. Here's the question. Am I allowed to spray the car, right? Beautifully sprayed. So when I give it to someone, or when I sell it to someone, or when they come to look at it, it looks like a gorgeous brand new car. Is that mutter to do, or is that not mutter to do? Question number one. Question number two. Somebody comes into my store, and I make a sign. Special sale today. Today there's a sale price. How much is the price? The price is $50. What was it yesterday pre-sale? $50. But when I put a sale on it, so then it's like a schmuck. Somebody... Somebody here, I think Zev told me that um, on one of the, I'm not sure if it was, I'm not sure if it was Black Friday or one of these things where they have all the sales, and somebody went around, am I allowed to say this on camera? Somebody went around Target, and they, you know, in the sale, sale, Black Friday, they went, they took the label off, and they saw behind was exactly the same price as the sale price, right? Is that mutter, or is that ossa to make somebody feel good? Look, sale price today. Special deal for you, Ben. 50 bucks. What was it yesterday for everyone else? 50 bucks. Is that mutter or is that asa? Next question, Rabbi Sai. Next question, Rabbi Sai. What if, for example, I'm going in to the bank to meet with the bank manager to get a very, very important loan that I need for my business? I need to lend a lot. I need to borrow a lot of money. I need to go to the bank manager. I need to have a good impression. So I borrow my neighbor's Rolex watch and I put it on. And of course, when I'm sitting by the bank manager, I have to extend my hand a few times to make sure that he sees the Rolex watch. And when you flash a Rolex watch, then he's like, oh, this guy, okay, he could probably afford it. And therefore, and I'm going to lend him the money. Is that motor to do that or is that not motor to do that? For example, another case, Rabbi Shiloh after Shiloh. Somebody comes into your office. You want to make a good impression. He's a new client. He can make a lot of money for your company. What's the din? You've got a beautiful, expensive, really rare bottle of wine. And you say to your customer, you're here today? I'm going to open up this bottle of wine for you. Just for you. And he feels like a million. Wow, you're opening up this bottle of wine. You know how expensive and rare that is? That's amazing. Little does he know that the company that you bought it from said that they're willing to give you a good deal on it if you buy a bunch, but you need to give an answer within the next four hours. So you need to open it up anyway, but you're making him feel good. And he's all excited that you opened up the bottle of wine for him. Is that mutter or is that not? Somebody asked me this Shaila here in Eretz that's very common in various shuls and yeshivas. They sell cookies and cakes in packages and you, know, you put it in a basket you put a pushka there people buy it whatever it may be so this guy asks me the following Shiloh he says to me you could buy a spray and this spray you conceal somewhere hidden and it sprays a freshly baked smell so anybody that walks there 
Oh, that smells really, someone's baking fresh cookies. Oh, look at that, there's a basket of cookies over there. I've got to buy one. This is Gishmak. Are you allowed to do that? You know, many coffee shops in America have these sprays. Where you walk in there, you think you'll be smelling fresh coffee. You're not smelling fresh coffee. You're smelling a spray that they put in. So Rabbi said, this is the Shaila of Gnevistas. The sugya that we're going to be learning is the sugya of Gnevistas. It is a massive sugya. It's an important sugya. And it's a very Nagea Suga. By the way, not only is it Nagea to businesses, which is of course what we're trying to concentrate on now, but it's also Nagea to you everyday life. Let's take for example a shine like this, right? A boy asks me, he went on a Shidduch, he went on a Shidduch number one, he knows there's no Shaila, this is not Nagea to me. It's not happening, it's not for me, different pages, different directions, this girl's not for me. However, the Shadchan said, if you say no now, it's going to cause a sour and pain and it's not nice and this, that and the other. Just go out another time. Now, normally they persuade you to go out another time because you never know. This wasn't the case. This was not a habamina of maybe. This was, it's not Nagaya. But he's going out another time just to make her feel better, whatever it may be. Is that muta because I'm doing it to make her feel good? Or is it Gnevis Das that she thinks another date, ooh, I get another opportunity with this guy. Or take another example. I happen to be in Lakewood this afternoon, and I remember to myself, oh, one of my, like, so shaykh's neighbor is making up sachasna in Lakewood, and no, I never would have gone. I live, I live in Brooklyn, whatever it may be. I'm not traveling to Lakewood just to go to his chasna, right? But I'm anyway in Lakewood, so I'm going to pop in. I walk into the chasna, the guy's like, wow, you came all the way to Lakewood for my chasna, that's amazing. What are you going to say there? Well, actually, I didn't. I happened to be here, but I'm just coming in anyway. Is that called Gnevastas? Are you stealing people's mind? So Rabbi Sai, those are all of the Shilas. I want to, the last few I'm not going to get to, maybe, perhaps. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll mention them. But I really want to get to some of the business Shilas. Because this is very Nagaya. When you own a business, when you, when you do business with people, there's often Shilas of Gnevis Das. What is the din with Gnevis Das? How does it work? So today, Poshit, a little bit of an introduction. And then tomorrow we'll delve into the Sugya with the Rishonim and Achronim to understand a bit more of where it comes from and maybe some of their tale. So we'll start like this. The Yosef Omitz brings... The Rashi's Chachma. The Rashi's Chachma says, and I want to read you the Lashon. Hagoynev das habrias kegoynev das elyon. That means the Rashi's Chachma. When a person steals a person's mind, right? Gnevis das says the Rashi's Chachma. He's kaviyochel. He's stealing from the Rabbi Nishalaylam. There's a Mordechai Tosefta in Baba Kama Perik Gimel, where the Tosefta says Shiva Ganovim Heim. There are seven types of people that steal. The Rishon Shabakulon. And the, the first one on the list, Goinev Dasabrius. Someone that steals people's minds, that takes away what they're thinking. Rabbeinu Yoyna, in Shari Tshuva, in Shah Gimel, goes Ba'arichas to explain how terrible and how Chomer the Issa of Geneva's Das is when you do it to other people. So where does it come from? Where's the Makar? Let's have a look at the Makar in Chazal, in Shas, and then we could try to get some direction to when is it going to be Muta and when is it going to be Yasa. So it all really starts with the Mishnah in Chulin. The Mishnah in Chulin is in Tzadi Gimel on the base, where the Mishnah says, Sholeach Odom Yerech Lo'ovikechavim, a person is allowed to send a piece of flesh, a piece of meat, a yerech, a thigh, to a goy. Right? Interestingly enough, by the way, it applies to goyim also, which we'll discuss. Maybe we'll get some time for that, which is very negated by businesses. It's not only by yidn, it's also by goyim. And that's the mission of Etzem talking about that. He's talking about sending a piece of flesh, piece of meat to a goy. Shegid ha-nosha 
that the Gid Anosha is in there, which is okay for a guy. A guy is allowed to eat a Gid Anosha, it's not a problem. But a Yid obviously is not. You could see where it comes from, and therefore you know, as a Yid, if you would see that piece, you recognize that it's got the Gid Anosha. So Rashi says, by the way, straight away, what's the Shai, the Gid Anosha, Goy, what's Reichus? So Rashi says, we're not worried that the Goy is going to sell it on to a Yid, and the Yid's going to eat it, and think that it's got the Gedanosha is out, he's going to know that there's a Gedanosha there, he's going to know to take it out, to remove it, okay, fine. Let's not get Sugya in the Gedanosha Sugya. That's basically what the Rash, that's what the Mishnah says, and that's what the Mishnah means. Now, let's continue with the Gemara. The Gemara says, Where does this come from? The Gemara says, where's the problem over here? So the, the Gemara says, Says Rashi, explaining in the Gemara, that Rashi explains that what's the problem? The problem over here is, where's the Gneva stars, right? Because the Russian of the Gemara over here is, By the way, it's often the Gemara. The Gemara says you're not allowed to do Gneva stars, even to a Goy. Where's the Sugya of Gneva stars coming from the Mishnah? The answer is that Rashi is that the Goy says, wow, thank you so much. You went through the Tircha of removing the, the Gidanosha, which is not a simple procedure. You removed it for me to make it easier for me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Loshan of Rashi again, Rabbi, said, very important. Kosova Shisrol Oyavoy. He thinks the Yid loves him. Ma'oid a lot. The Nimsa Machzik Toiva Bechinom. And therefore he's Machzik Toiva for him. I owe you something. Thank you for doing that for me. And therefore, because you did that for me, I owe you, the Yid, something. Mimeda, that is considered to be over here, So Rashi over here is explaining, we'll see Toysus maybe tomorrow, but Rashi learns the sugya of Gnevistas means that when someone thinks you're doing something then his machzik toiva, Rashi says many, many times, and therefore because of that he feels indebted to you, he owes you something because you did something for him. Mimela, you didn't do that, that wasn't really the case, that's Gnevistas. That's considered to be Gnevistas. Now if you look at the Shulchan Aruch, in Chayshul Mishpat, Simen Reish, Chavches, Sivov, he makes Mamish the same thing. Shulchan Aruch says, it's as if you, when you do a tova to someone, and he thinks you did a tova, but really you did not do a tova for him, says the Shulchan Aruch, that's considered to be Gnevistas. I'll read to the Loshan of the Seba Chassidim, and the Heilige Pele Yoyitz, that says, brings down like this, Shahamarba Chiba Yaseira Lechavero Ve'ein Piv Ve'liboy Shavim. That means your mouth and your heart are not equal in the sense that it looks like you're doing a favor for someone, but really inside in the heart, you know that's not the case. Zuk the Peleyoyetz, Zuk the Sefer Hasidim, that's called Gnei stars. So we're dealing over here with something specifically in that case. Now, the Gemara continues and says, what if you open up, our case, what if you open up a barrel of wine for someone, right, showing how Hashav he is, I'm opening up this barrel of wine for you, which by the way, in the, old, in the days of Chazal, it wasn't a bottle, it was a barrel. Once you open up the barrel, you haven't got long to finish it. If you don't finish it, everything and go sour, it's bad. So you're talking about a big risk, and he thinks, wow, you're opening up the bar- barrel of wine just for me? That's amazing. So the Gemara seems to say, and if you open up a chovis, a barrel for someone, and even though you're not doing it for him, you need to finish it anyway, therefore, that is considered to be laharzik toiva b'chinam. He thinks, wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much for doing it for me. I owe you now something. He'll do a lot of business with you. Who knows what can happen because of that? And that would be a shayla of 
So we haven't got much time to continue, but I want to tell you there are many Heterim, and once we understand the Geder of the Issa, we'll be able to, Be'ez Hashem, go back to all of the Shailas that we mentioned just before, and one by one, hopefully try to mention them, go through them, see when it's Nagea, join us tomorrow, Be'ez Hashem.